This program was first broadcast on Canterbury's access media station, Plains FM, and was made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. Bliss lovers, it is Rebecca Davison here, founder of the Intuitive Life Academy. Welcome to the Find Your Bliss show here on Plains FM every nine o'clock on a Thursday morning. Today we are talking about building your dream business. So I have a lot of clients who are budding coaches who want to step into using their spiritual gifts and tools to be able to help other people to transform their lives. And um, this show is really for them. If you're inspired to move out of being employed for other people and into self-employment, if you want to be a healer, a coach, a guide, then this um, today's session really is for you. And I have been coaching full-time Right, so no other part-time work, no other financial assistance apart from doing my intuitive work for the past eight years now. And I just want to share, you know, um, some things to be aware of when you're starting on your journey. And I think one of the hardest things when you're starting your business, and not just your business, right, your dream business, is to know where to place your focus. And because you can often have a lot of information, you can have a lot of ideas, you can be really excited. Uh, But again, you need to know where to place your focus. And in the very first instance, this is where you need to place your focus. And that is on making profit. So I have seen so many people who really want to um, get going, right, to create a business. And often people have to do this alongside their regular employment to get to the point where they can change lanes, right? Like I... um, you know, and I wouldn't recommend this to anybody, depending on where you're at in terms of your self-belief and levels of awareness and ability to be able to manifest what you want. Um, I literally put a date on the calendar and then jumped in, and um, which worked for me, right? Because I, you know, looking back, I'm like, wow, I had a lot of self-belief, right? I had no clues <laughs> in regards to business, but I had a lot of self-belief. And the universe knew my intention and it backed me. So if you are in a job right now and you want to leave, if you want to set up your own business, if you want to change lanes, you have to put a date on the calendar. You have to go, hey universe, this is when I am shifting into my my other job, right? My other employment, my dream business, if you want to be a coach, healer or guide, because this is who this show's for today. So to step into that space of going, okay, even if it's six months from now, a year from now, two years from now, whatever you think you will be comfortable with. But what happens when you make the decision is things start to shift and change. So you have to put a date on the calendar. You have to say, this is when I'm leaving. Because what will happen is because you've made the decision, then things will start shifting and moving to be able to have that become a reality. Now, I still remember I left work, I think it was on, it must have been the 21st of March. I'm thinking the 20th in my head, but it was the 21st of March and about two days later, I actually spoke at an event called Wanderlust, which is a 
a yogi festival, right? Festival for people who do yoga. So I spoke at this event and it was really the launch of my career. It was the first time I had come to Auckland. And again, that was all about synchronicity, about knowing Johnny Halstead, who has bought the rights to bring that event to New Zealand and Australia and has gone on to do amazing work with that. But having worked with him, having done um, event management previously. So again, you know, no matter what circumstance you're in, there's always an opportunity. There are people around you who can support you, even when you don't think that that's possible. But if you are wanting to step into changing and stepping into self-employment, you have to put a date on the calendar so the energy can start shifting and things can start moving to support you in that. You know, I had amazing circumstances, even though like I literally stepped out situations happened which supported me. For example, um, it was around the time of the earthquakes and I was looking to get my house fixed and, you know, I organised to find a place to go to with my flatmates and then... um, at the very last minute, the woman turned around and said, and I'd spoken to the insurance company because, of course, EQC were paying for that at that point in time. Um, and, you know, they would give you a lump sum to be able to say, here's rent money, basically, for you to move out into this other place so you can get your house fixed for the, from the earthquakes. Now, what happened is the woman contacted me on the Friday and said, I'm sorry, I've given the house to somebody else who can stay longer. And I was like, whoa, I can't believe that that's just happened. Anyway... Um, I remember saying to my flatmate, I think it was on the Monday night, and I said, something good has to be happening because, you know, this is crazy in terms of her turning around and reneging on me. Now, what happened that next day is I woke up and I had like $10,000 in my bank account. And I was like, whoa, that's that's weird. Where does that? And of course, it had come from the insurance company saying, here, here's rent money. Now, what happened again, which I couldn't see at that point in time, is my folks were actually going overseas for about six weeks. I think it was and they said to us said to me come and stay at our place so here I was right I had my accommodation sorted while I was getting my house fixed and I had this money for the rent payment Right? And again, with the terms with the insurance company, you know, it was up to me. I could have been paying rent to my parents, but it was like seed money for my business. So when you make the decision, things shift and change to support you, but you have to go, you have to be definitive and you have to say, this is when I'm leaving. So you can get to that point, for example, where you feel comfortable enough to shift because it's always comes back to money, right? The money block. What if I'm not going to make enough money? You know, I just spoke to a lovely client yesterday about doing exactly that, letting go of the part-time job and stepping into full-time self-employment and getting serious about it. Because I think a lot of the time, like people feel that it's still a hobby, right? One of the best ways for it to not feel like a hobby is to put some structure in place, i.e. set yourself up as a business. (coughs) And granted, I have a lot of clients who are overseas, but I obviously can only speak to New Zealand law and... um, processes in regards to setting up a company. Here, you go on to the New Zealand Companies Register, right? And you register the name of your company. You go through a process of identification, um, the shareholders, etc., the director, setting it all up, knowing that information, pay, I think it's about $200 to set up a company, something like that, and get GST registered, right? Start putting the structure in place so you're becoming a bona fide, legitimate business. And I encourage people, and I did this before, because in New Zealand, right, you, you know, you have to be GST registered when you're making $60,000. I did that 
well before I started, you know, I registered for GST well before I needed it. Why? Because I wanted to set the intention, right, that this is going to come to fruition, that this is what's going to happen. This is my intention to shift my business from a hobby into a bona fide business. Because I think a lot of the times too, when we do spiritual work, even for ourselves, we can feel like, even though it's one of the most powerful things you can do in terms of personal growth and evolution and getting what it is that you want out of life, right? It is really transforming any limiting belief into, yes, I can. So it's the most powerful thing really you can do ever. We can still doubt ourselves and we can feel like because this isn't a corporation that I'm not going to be taken seriously. You know, people call it woo-woo, right? The work is woo-woo. But the work becomes very serious when you are a business that's, you know, you know, when you're starting to become a business, so for example, you know, I think one of the first goals is maybe $10,000 a month, you know, and always it's a, the next goal is, are you making $100,000 a year or if have you have made $100,000? But the beautiful thing that you'll learn later on, right, is you can start collapsing timeframes and instead of making $100,000 in a year, what does it take to make it in a month? What does it take to make it in a week? What does it take to make it in a day? And that's really more advanced energetic work, but it's totally possible. If you can make it in a year, you can make it in a minute. It's just a matter of what does it take to have that come to pass. Anyway, going back to the basics, right, though, when you're first starting, where you want your attention to be is on making profit. And this, I've seen so many people go into distraction with, oh, I've got to make sure my program or my offering is perfect. No, you want to sell it first, because guess what? Then you have to deliver. And if you are selling it, you're actually going to have, you know, it's happening, right? You are making profit. Your attention needs to be on profit to start with. What does this look like? It means, are you reaching out to people and saying, hey, I have this program or I offer one-on-one coaching for this purpose. Would you like some help, right? And again, we're not doing this from a place of, a single session, that is not going to bring you profitability. You need to bundle your sessions and say at least three or five and get away from that per session mentality. It doesn't work, right? You really want to be in the space of I'm inviting you into a container to work with me for this period of time. Yes, there are X number of sessions because folks, especially if you're working with energy or spirituality, you are holding space for that person. Right, you are holding them in a container. They are working with you. They, you um, they're in your awareness. Right, You are literally creating a container for them to step into energetically. You are holding them in energy and love and light and transformational frequencies. So try and get away from that per session mentality. It's not beneficial and it also devalues yourself and the work. You don't let anybody say, oh, it's X number of dollars per hour. No, it doesn't work like that. It is all about the transformation that is occurring. And again, the more advanced you become in your work, of course, the bigger container that you can can hold for people to get more of a transformation. But of course, you need to show up and to start and to continue to show up, you need to concentrate on profit. 
And, you know, and this can be really simple. Just give you an example. You know, if you are offering um, uh, something that's worth $1,000, for example, you know, maybe it's X number of sessions, maybe it's um, a half-day workshop or something and some sessions, whatever it is, no matter how you want to build your offer, and I wouldn't recommend that you have any more than three offers to start with, right? Like this is my entry level, my medium and my advanced, keeping it really simple, especially for one-on-one. Anything beyond that, and you're probably starting to go into, um, you know, like the energy is probably going to get a little bit wackadoodle. So just three really simple, plain offers. And you want to have them be, you know, the minimum one be $1,000, really. Because then what happens? It means, okay, if you're offering something for $1,000, that means you probably, to probably replace your income, let's make the assumption that you would need five people. You know, that's $5,000 a month. So you would need five people, which means you probably need to speak to 15 people a month, at least, depending on what your conversion is, right? Maybe it's even 20. You know, if you're speaking to 15 people, that's what, 30% conversion. If you're speaking to 20, that's 25%. So really starting to look at the figures in terms of like, I'm going to need to speak to X number of people each month to maybe get five clients to get that certainty in regards to your income. And it is a numbers game and how do you get those numbers you either drop into the space of going I can be the person who does that reach out or of course creating a community and this is how you do it right Facebook right start up Facebook is free it's one of the best marketing tools out there okay it's just a tool that's all it is so it's an opportunity to put yourself in front of your tribe You start talking to them consistently. If people see you, they will get to know you, which is why even I do these as a a Facebook Live so you guys can see me. Look, I'm talking on the radio. I'm talking to you, hopefully about information that is beneficial to you. This is how you can get to know me. And as you know, in marketing, just like dating, you have to get to know somebody, to like them, and to trust them to do business with them, especially doing deep healing transformational work so to focus in the first instance on profit because if you are not concentrating on the profit if you're not concentrating on the dollars and this can bring up a lot of money stuff for people like resistance which is why we need to do the work of clearing our money blocks why it's most of the work especially to start with because if you get distracted with websites building out really pretty graphics on your programs, um, doing lots of other courses and not actually focusing on what you need to focus on to become profitable. You are dispersing your energy. You won't feel sustained by your business. You really want to get to a point in your business where you feel like your business is supporting you, right? Like you're the one who is running the ship. You're the one who is, you know, I guess the initiator of the energy of your business, but you are the one who is directing, you know, pulling the sails in. So the wind is a little fuller, so you go further faster on the on the yacht, right? You can't be in a circumstance where you are focusing on things that don't matter. And I really, really wish that somebody had said this to me when I first started. Because I guess what happens as well, and which is a bit of a contradiction in terms, but this is actually really important. So holding that idea over here for a while, 
the idea is of actually having to learn quite a lot of technical stuff, right? You need to know how to set up a Facebook page. Like it is relatively simple, but you still have to do it. You might have to do other things eventually too, right? Like I know how to go into the back end of my WordPress and adjust stuff. I don't love it, but I know how to do it. And I think it's really important. Why? Because if you don't know the time it takes to go in and adjust something, then if you're asking somebody else to do it for you, you won't have any idea how long it takes, what's involved, the level of complexity, and therefore how much you should be paying for it. You know, and this is a great way to end up kind of losing money or an energy money leak in terms of going, well, I don't know. So if that person tells me it's $5,000, then that's what it costs, right? Profit first. Profit for yourself in terms of energy and feeling good about it. Profit in terms of money. Profit in terms of the money in terms of feeling safe that you can continue on. And you really want to concentrate on the profit first, which takes some calibration, right? Because I remember when I first started, you know, the idea of taking on three customers might have been really comfortable. The idea of taking on 20 at one time felt overwhelming. So you really have to calibrate in terms of your own central nervous system, right? If the idea of holding space for that many people feels a little overwhelming, then you need to do the work of kind of going, what needs to shift here so I can hold more space for more people in my energetic container? Or... What, what do I need to do to ensure, you know, maybe it's bumping up your prices more so you give people more, maybe that's more attention, more time, more energy, and you work with less people. But really starting to think about it from more of a strategy in regards to you as a person, because again, maybe an extrovert can hold space for more people, whereas an introvert might be a little bit like, well, I'd actually prefer to work with less people for more time. Starting to think about those things. But again, profit always has to come first. If you don't have profit you don't have a business right and you've got to and again a lot of people are like about the money stuff right you have to work on your money blocks which is ironic right profit first and then you know starting to work on your money blocks you have to start looking at and which you know learning how to sell will show you all your money stuff Woohoo! right being able to ask people for money be able to say, you know, to get on a call with somebody and say, yeah, the investment to work with me is several thousand dollars. And it's not for, oh, here you get this, right? You get this. I'm going to give you this tube of toothpaste or this sunglasses case or whatever it is. And then you're going to give me the money. No, you're showing up for yourself. You're showing up to say, what you get is me. And that can feel very, very vulnerable if you don't feel confident in yourself, if you don't feel confident in what you're offering, probably because your mind's getting in the way, especially if you're doing energy work, because you know the universe is helping you when you're doing energy work. You're not doing it by yourself. You literally have to get your own limitations out of the way. You know, am I worth it? Am I worthy enough of asking this person for this money? How do I know that, you know, this is the right amount to charge you know and again it should always feel a little uncomfortable right because you are literally and again that doesn't mean that you don't have that value but you know what happens if you are charging a price and you feel a little bit uncomfortable about it I'll give you an example because that's probably the best way to you know once upon a time I offered like you know three months 10 sessions and it was $1,600. So it was $160 a session. I don't even work like that anymore. But I had a coach came in and they said, 
okay, going to double your prices. I was like, what? <laughs> right? I was like, what are you talking about? So we didn't quite double it. It went to like $3,000. So $3,000 for working together for three months for these 10 sessions, right? And again, you know, this is a long time ago. Don't even charge that for 10 sessions now either. So again, um, or that container of space, right, for three months period of time because that person has access to you. They can email you. They can ask you, again, how you want to, you know, create it for yourself. But that's what happens for me. If I'm working with somebody, they can email me. They can ask me a question. They can say, hey, this has come up. You know, we're, I'm holding space for them during that period of time. So, but I tell you what, right, the very first person that I had a sales call with, and I still remember who that person is. I don't think she knows who she is, but she's still, you know, somebody who is in my world and orbit today and has done work with me since then. And when she said yes, it was almost like you could feel everything shifting and changing, right? She said yes, and it blew my mind that she said yes. But of course, you know, what happened is she showed up, she paid more attention, she got better results and I was blown away I was like oh my goodness I should have done this ages ago right because I was attracting a different quality almost of client because they were prepared to invest in themselves to that level and it really I was just like wow energetically this is amazing so charging more because you think about it if something is free people don't value it they think, oh yeah, that's nice and that's interesting often and maybe that can be beneficial, but they don't really value it. So when something you are investing more of money that you've created, money being energy, money being time, money being um, resource, and that person's investing that in themselves, they show up, they do what you ask of them, you know, there's, there's a greater level of care and I was so blown away by that. I was just like, oh my goodness. So if you ever get concerned about raising your prices, and a lot of people get trapped up on this, one of the best um, adv- pieces of advice is to step it, right? That you do X number of sessions at a certain um, value and then you bump up your price. So your price is actually always increasing. You know, maybe you get 20 one-on-one clients and then, you know, the next 20, it's X number because again, when you think about it, the more, you know, for myself, I've done 5,000 energy clearings plus. So I have a skill set. I've done this full time for eight years, day in, day out. I've been embodied in the energy. I'm offering that as an energetic container to somebody else. So to step in and to go, okay, what needs to shift or change within you so you can get to a place where you are making that $10,000 a month. And then when you're getting to a level of comfort, because maybe you've demonstrated to yourself that you've done it once, you've done it twice, you've done it three times, so you've got a level of certainty and comfort because you know what to do because it's become familiar, that is the time where you can look at expanding and going, okay, now that I've got a little bit of profit on the table, okay, I can spend some of that by putting it back into the business. Does that make sense? Like you really want to concentrate on profit because you think about it, folks, there's a really interesting thing that happens in your psyche. If you don't feel safe, you are always going to feel like you're scrabbling, right? You're That you're like, so you have to concentrate on the profit first and ironically the profit is going to show you all your money stuff so you need to do the work of clearing your money junk so it is easier to show up to that sales call and go yep this is the investment 
to work with me and stand in an energy of confidence like you're the container you know what you can offer you know what's possible you've seen what's possible because of the work that you've done already and if you're really brand brand new practice practice your skill set right practice showing up and doing an intuitive clearing and intuitive reeling or reiki or whatever it is so you get the confidence so that you know that when you show up that then exchange of energy is going to take place and again don't be afraid to stretch yourself because what will happen is you will provide better people will get better results because of the energetic exchange that's taking place right like they will get their value worth because they're making that investment so it pays to kind of shift your perceptions around money and what money actually is is an exchange of value so you're giving them x dollars worth of value and they're they're giving you that as an exchange right so being aware of that other things that are really important to be aware of (coughs) excuse me especially when you're first starting is your self-belief You want to have self-belief until the cows come home, right? You want to have a strong conviction because what happens is people will say stuff, right? They will drop energy into your field like, oh, that's not going to work. Well, what makes you think that will work out? I mean, I remember when I was leaving the bank and there was one woman who literally laughed at me. She was just like... And it was so satisfying too, so satisfying because I actually went back into the bank and somebody said to me, oh, how did your event at um, Wanderlust go? And this person was there. And if you're listening, I send you love. Um, And she, um, she bore witness to the fact that I got to share about how I was at this event. And, you know, I pretty much channeled it because I didn't prepare a speech. I went up behind a tree to the right of the stage before it started and I literally said to the universe you gotta help me out here like I had some rough idea but I hadn't written any notes like obviously because I was talking about being powerful and authentic and I shared a lot I shared a lot of really personal information and said you know the purpose of that isn't to make you feel sorry for me it's to show that everybody goes through these kind of things And that um, it's important for us to be authentic and to go, yeah, this has happened, but I can be free and clear of my shame. Anyway, so after this event, when I was back at the bank and I'd been asked this question, how did it go? And I got to say, it was amazing. And I actually got, you know, it was quite quite scary, actually. Um, They stormed the stage after I got off the stage because they said, oh, if anybody's interested in signing up for my... Because again not dumb not taking not not taking advantage of that situation right crowd of 300 people and you still want to make an offer which is if you would like to connect with me if you would like to be on my email list walked off the stage and a crowd of people swarmed towards the stage and started signing up for my email list which is how pretty much my business was born because obviously I started working with people from that event so um which was an amazing experience right it totally blew my crown chakra out I was walking around in a bit of a daze afterwards it was an out-of-body experience almost but it was amazing right because I had that opportunity to hear this woman who didn't have any belief in me was kind of poo-pooing what I was doing thinking it was all flaky and whatever and having that opportunity don't you love how the universe works to be asked that question in front of her and say it was amazing I got you know stormed as I walked off the stage and heaps of people have signed up for my newsletter and I'm so excited so your self-belief 
will determine the outcome because there will be people who say things that you don't like. There will be people who judge you. There will be people who like um, who aren't excited for you when you reach a certain level of success. There will be people who get triggered by what you are doing, right? You have to stay in your lane and be so focused on what you are looking to create. So you can't be listening to other people's opinions. You can't be listening to other people's criticism. You can't be allowing other people's energy to drop into your field to stop you. Your self-belief will determine the outcome and your self-belief will take some knocks at some times, right? There'll be situations where you think, oh, I can't believe that person said that. Or you'll be like, oh my goodness, what am I going to do in this situation with this client? Or I've never been in this situation before, right? Like if somebody um, gets upset or, you know, like how do you deal with it? Or even asking people for the money, right? I was lucky. I worked in a bank. I was very comfortable ringing people up and saying, hey, did you know your credit card's over its limit? Can we please transfer some money? to get it underneath you know I had a level of comfort around doing that it's very different when you're asking for yourself though right it's very different when you're saying this is me this is what I stand for this is what I'm offering and yes it has this value because I know even if you don't know right now that what this work together it can literally change your life you can literally move into more profit you become more abundant so super super powerful Um, But you have to have that self-belief to start with in the beginning, in the middle, and in the end, right? All the way through the process of your business, all the way through the process of your launches or what it is that you're offering people when you stand up in front of a crowd. You know, that's a huge thing for a lot of people is being seen. And I remember that feeling and sensation of being an introvert as well. It's just like, oh. And a lot of people look at me and they think, oh, you're not an introvert. And I'm like, absolutely. You know, the way that I recharge is by being alone, right? Or being with maybe just one other person. That is, and that's how I know that I'm an introvert, right? Like I like the stillness. I like the quiet. I like the space that that offers so I can get connected to source and then feel filled up again. So your self-belief is so important and it will take some knocks and there will be opportunities too, right, where you're going to, if you want to be in business, you have to put yourself out there. You have to share what it is that you're doing with other people and that can feel vulnerable, right? A lot of people, especially if you've got some past life energy on this of being attacked, right, or being... um, you know, that you've been shut down or even in this lifetime, if you've ever felt like you're, and this is a big thing for a lot of people, especially women as well, about expression. I can't, I can't express my emotions because my emotions are too much or I can't, um, I can't be seen or received as I am because maybe I've been stopped or blocked from an adult authority figure in the past, whether that's a teacher, a coach, a parent or somebody like your, your emotions are too much. You can't do that. You can't say that. You have to be a good girl. All of those things can block our expression. Um, Being seen, of course, we can feel like we're opening ourselves up to more criticism. So how do we navigate that? We have to learn how to navigate that or else we won't continue to be in business. You know, I pretty much, unless there's something wrong with my laptop or my phone as there was last week, I show up every week here on Facebook 
to share this information. I show up in my Facebook group, the Intuitive Life Academy, pretty consistently on video. I'm allowing myself to be seen. I'm very comfortable with that. Here's the number one top tip for you if you're listening, folks. What I did when I very first started is I just pretended that I was talking to myself. Right? So you knew instantly that you're going to have like a warm reception because you'd be happy to listen to what you were saying or extending that to um, that I'm talking to a good friend. And that the, so therefore that the people that I am talking to, they would have the same values as me. They would be interested in what I've got to say because they would have the same interests. Those are the people that you want to talk to. And those are the people who'd be interested in what it is that you've got to say, which brings me on to the next thing. And I get it. I know visibility can be a big one. You need to clear the energy on that. The next one, of course, is... Um, being the person, let me just go back to my train of thought because I've just lost it, going, putting yourself out there and being visible, oh, values, right? You need to know what your values are. You need to know what your values are, right? And for a long, because why, why is that so important? And again, that's another question, Simon Sinek, why are you in business in the first place? Um, and I'll come back to that in a second. But you need to know your values because you will attract other people who have the same values. Like the values of the Intuitive Life Academy, and I wish somebody had really sat down and said, because it creates so much clarity. When you know your values, it's clear when you know your values, you can offer them to other people. I talk about it a lot in my business because it's a foundation. Freedom, pleasure, and abundance. Those are the values of the Intuitive Life Academy. Now, some people would say, oh, pleasure's fleeting. And it's kind of like, I'm not talking about that kind of pleasure. I'm talking about, you know, like walking around feeling like you are having an orgasmic experience because you're in bliss frequencies. That kind of pleasure. Like living in it like a frequency, not something that's just fleeting that happens at lunchtime because you have a lovely bowl of strawberries right i'm talking about living in that freedom freedom is the expansion of your spirit you know and you can see can did you notice as soon as i started talking about my values how my energy even shifted because that excites me i want to experience more freedom what does freedom look like to you freedom for me looks like being able to travel overseas being able to go to countries and experience all the sensual pleasures of those countries right so freedom brings me pleasure you know of course abundance is part of that to be able to have the abundance to say hey yeah i'm gonna go to greece next year you want to come right to live in those kind of frequencies where there's no limitation and you're creating pleasurable experiences all the time so for me, it's kind of like the golden triangle. Freedom's at the top, supported by pleasure and abundance. That's how I want to live my life. When I talk about it, I get really excited. People who have those values too will hear that and see that and be attracted to that. So that's why you want to get really clear on what your values are for your business. Your business is its own separate entity. Okay, it has its own energy, its own frequency, its own consciousness. So I see a lot of people who haven't separated that out, right? I have the Intuitive Life Academy, which really is the business, even though, you know, my business name is Rebecca Davison International. And again, the structure of your business. But 
the academy supports me and I support the academy, right? I'm the one directing the ship in terms of where it's going. But the academy, of course, is my foundation. It is my life's work. It is the place where I invite people into energetically to be supported, to develop their intuition and to live a life full of freedom, pleasure and abundance. So really starting to get clear on what does your business stand for? What is the transformation that's going to take place? You know, I help people move from fear, scarcity and lack into freedom, pleasure and abundance. What will your sacred container, your sacred business be offering people? What is the transformation that is going to occur? Speak to that and speak to that often. It's really important and really powerful. The other thing, of course, is why. Why are you doing it? Good old Simon Sinek, right? Um, look him up. Look at his videos. Amazing. And, and really the process is why? Why do you want to do this work? And again, it's a great process too because once upon a time and your why can shift, right? Once upon and also too, if you have, there's a way to tell, you know, a lot of people say, oh, your why should make you cry, or I think also to you, why should make you joyous? But it needs to come back to a deep feeling and emotion. So your why, like for me, my why is um, once upon a time, my why is because I want people to avoid p- unnecessary pain, unnecessary suffering, right? To realize that pain is actually in some ways a choice. And if you realize that you, it is a choice and you can make another choice so you can free yourself of suffering. But where does that come from? So your why might start like this. Like, why do you want to start this business? Oh, I want to help people. Why do you want to help people? Oh, I want people to, to feel good. Why do you want people to feel good? Because I want them to feel free from pain. Why do you want them to feel free from pain? Because it's possible. Why do you, you know, again, just going deeper and deeper and deeper until you get to the point where your why really needs to come back to you. If your why is still about other people, you're not there yet. And that's the distinguishing difference because you'll see so many people go, oh, I want to help other people. I want to help the world. I want to do this. Your why is about you. It is unique to you. It's what's going to get you out of bed in the morning. You want to know it. So you come back when those times and places where you feel unmotivated, where you feel tired, where you feel isolated, where you feel alone to go, why am I doing this? You want your why to be strong. My why And again, I think this is true because it is self-focused. My why is I want to feel good. That's it. I want to feel good, right? I want to, and I know doing this work makes me feel good because there is nothing better than watching somebody go from heartbreak to joy. It's the best feeling in the world to see somebody go through that kind of transition where somebody's manifested some money and they didn't think it was possible or they've landed their dream job or they've created a circumstance in their life where they didn't even think it was possible. And it is so much fun, you know. Again, a client who sent, they, people send you stuff and you're just like, oh my God, that's incredible. Like a client who sent me a snapshot of her bank balance when it was over a million dollars. And she was like, I set the intention and I did it. So much fun, right? Like, why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you? Because you can. So literally my why is I want to feel good and I know by helping other people, I feel good. That's lit- And that's pretty strong, right? Who doesn't want to feel good each and every day? And to increase your capacity capacity to feel good right and it, you know what and it's not about making an impact right I don't that's not my driving force I don't need to be um, seen 
you know, if I could do this work and actually not have to be on Facebook at all, I would be quite happy with that. Right? It's not about needing to be validated for me. Literally, it's about feeling good. And, you know, when you get those messages from clients or when you get that little, hey, this is what happened or, you know, bless her, somebody sent me a picture of, you makes me want to cry, um, of her engagement ring, like a picture of her hand not too long ago. And I was just like, oh my goodness, that is amazing, right? And um, yeah, and you know, we'd even had a conversation about that. I was like, oh, do you think you guys are going to get married, right? <laughs> And boom, you know, several months later, she's just sent me a picture of her hand. It was awesome. I love that stuff. I love it. So again, when you're coming to your dream business, where do you need to focus first? Becoming profitable. What comes up immediately from that? Probably is some money blocks, right? And learning how to sell. And I know people are like, right, when it comes to selling, they just have so many projections on it, but it can actually be a really beautiful sacred process when you have somebody in front of you and you're holding that space for them to step into their limitless self where they know that they could pay you whatever and you would give them the most amazing experience of transformation because you know that that's possible you know that through the power of spirit as well that they are there for a reason that you can help them and again because you've energetically set that intention to start calling in your sacred clients really great top tip right is if you are in the energetic space see yourself kind of as a light at the center of a grid and the light floods through the grid and on the grid are all your sacred clients it's kind of like sending out you know a telepathic message that you're open and ready for business so energetically you're opening up all those portals for those sacred clients to come in and i tell you that's another thing that's really important to be aware of Wow, I love this topic. Do you notice, folks? I'm just... I've only got a couple of notes here, but I'm just... Woof! Um, Masculine and feminine energies. You want to be aware of this in your business. Because I worked in a corporate background, I didn't even realize when I first started doing my coaching business, I was really in masculine energy. It was all about, what's the next thing to do? What's the next thing to do on the to-do list? I've got to make this happen. I've got to make this work. I've got to strive. I've got to hustle, you know, and even getting stressed around making money. And, you know, that leads to burnout. Which I've actually had a couple of times in my business, right? Like end of last year, which was crazy. I mean, like I did five overseas trips last year. It was insane. I was burnt out at Christmas time. I slept pretty much every day for two weeks. You know, like I would get up and then I would, you know, we'd get to lunchtime perhaps and then I'd have a nap in the afternoon for about two weeks for about two or three hours. Like I was just exhausted. It's kind of popped up again this year, again after my launch went and saw beautiful Deidre Panapa from DP Herbals. You guys probably in Christchurch will know her and have been getting some support for my adrenals because again, digestion, scary, right? When you get to that place where you've got no energy and then you look at it in your blood work and it's just like, holy cow, learning how to do business from the feminine, which is all about attraction rather than having to go out there and hustle. And especially as women, this is where we want to be. We want to be in the energy of like, I can attract in clients. I can stand in the energy of, yeah, you can 
come and be invited into my life and world. There is space for you. And I often see this with people when they don't realize that their business is a bigger container beyond them, around them, and there's space in that container. Often what they're doing is they're making it about them right like these pictures of them on their Instagram or their Facebook or whatever and they're not realizing that again you know that was just a perception that somebody shared with me the other day and I was just like oh yeah that's so true where people are making it all about themselves if somebody's wanting to come and work with you does that person feel like you have space for them right if it's all about you is there space for them in your world So I think this is a really important distinction because, you know, spiritual egotism can be where it's about us and it's not. Like I'm a facilitator, I hold space, I create a container for people to step into. That's yes about me and the fact that I'm choosing to do it, but other people can choose to do that too, right? So keeping your humility in check too is really important, which means that we're giving credit to source energy for the healing. We're giving credit to the fact that we can hold space at a certain vibration because of our connection to source. You know, if I didn't have source energy in my life, I wouldn't be able to do my business, right? So that's where the credit needs to go to. I'm holding that energy so that other person can step in and, you know, shift, calibrate, get what it is that they need to move to a a frequency that they're looking to obtain and achieve, which means that they can start attracting those clients in, which means that they can start shifting into that feminine energy of receptivity and openness and abundance and flow because that's what we all want in business to be in a circumstance where the opportunities are showing up that it's easy that it's effortless and you know if you are tired or burnt out you can't really do that so well so you really do need to have you know that awareness of masculine and feminine am i pushing too hard at the moment you know, am I in my masculine a little bit here? Am I going into stress? Am I going into hustle? And again, that's not just masculine energy, right? That can show up in both masculine and feminine, but being aware of them. You need to activate your masculine to be in business. However, you also want your feminine to be just as tall and just as bright and just as strong. It needs to be a partnership. If you're operating out of one predominantly, you'll get burnout. Like the feminine's often very creative and very intuitive and very aware and like, oh, isn't this pretty and let's make this beautiful, which is where you want your program to look absolutely amazing. So people are like, oh yeah, that feels amazing, right? But you need to have both. If you get stuck in the feminine, you're probably stuck in the creation process, but never actually getting to the outcome or the result. And if you're too hard into the masculine, you're probably pushing too hard and looking for the next mountain to climb before giving yourself a break. Okay, so it needs to be a balance. I've seen a lot of things happen. I did a Facebook Live about this a while ago, actually, about how I actually, you know, you know, that feeling of like, okay, I want to attract some more clients, but I had an app. Right, I literally had a nap and then woke up and I had two emails from two new clients. That's the way to do business, right? Nap time, manifest, and then create more. But you, we have to rest 
to do that. And when you're self-employed, it can be very tempting to just keep on working indefinitely, <laughs> right? Like often I don't even know what day it is unless I'm at the radio because, you know, every day you can continue to work. So you actually have to get to a place where you're implementing structure in your days, not necessarily for your clients, but for yourself, right? In the morning, I get some exercise or I do some meditation or, I, you know, I focus on eating my breakfast slowly or doing my happies and gratefuls or getting myself in a vibrational frequency that really works for me, concentrating on my goals. What is it that I'm looking to create? How can I go about creating that in a really fun, easy and loving way? So folks, I'm going to say goodbye to Facebook now. Thank you so much for joining, for tuning in. I hope you've enjoyed this topic. I obviously love talking to her. I love talking about how business can be really harmonious and how, you know, through the power of your own intention, you can create. Like it still blows my mind, right? That you can take an idea out of your mind and turn it into a business and have it become really profitable love that all right folks lots of love see you later on facebook there so folks if you've been tuning in listening today we have been talking about how to build your dream business i have predominantly focused on um you know the starting steps if you're a coach a healer or guide where you need to place your attention which ironically is on profit in the first instance which inevitably brings up our money junk so if you are clever you will be constantly working on your money blocks or stops to be able to go to that next level you know like 80% of it is your vibrational frequency 20% is implementation you know knowing how to set up MailChimp or I don't know active campaign or a Facebook page or your website that's really 20% of it or connecting it together so you've got a funnel you know people who go oh you need this this and this it can be so easy to get distracted but it's like no you need to start making profit how do you start making profit you need to reach out to people and you need to have a certain level of confidence to do that and then to invite them into a sales call where you've actually offering something that's least at least a thousand dollars because otherwise what's the point right you know like you need to become profitable quickly so your business can grow and you can be sustained there's nothing worse than being, and I've had moments in my business like that, right, where I felt like a duck with its little feet under the water, like, whew. And again, that's beautiful, though, because your business is a sacred container. Your business is the best personal development ever, ever, because it's all about the person that you are becoming to be able to hold a frequency of whatever that is. Uh, impacting millions of people, being the person who can, you know, who is a million dollar business owner. It is a journey and your business will show you all of that, you know, because the thing is you have to figure it out. Like you are the person who has to find the solution and that's why it is just so good in terms of personal development because you're like, I've never come across this circumstance before. What do I do now, right? I have to learn how to ask other people for help. I have to learn how to manage my time. I have to learn how to get a result because if I'm not getting the results that I want, I can't continue to be in business. <clears throat> you think about it, folks. Like people, like the, you know how they talk about businesses failing in the first five years and I don't know, 80% of businesses fail in the first year. Why do they fail? Because people give up, 
right? Or they go, I'm losing money hand over fist and this is not viable to continue. And there's a very big difference between, you know, having inventory versus somebody who's working at home from their laptop. But I'm talking to those speakers, coaches and guides. The only reason that your business will not work is if you give up. Even if you have to go back and get another job, you can still continue to work on your business on the side and figure it out. And that is the person who will become successful because they have the determination, they have the self-belief, they have the feedback, they go, okay, that didn't work, so what am I going to do next? Because other people are doing it and it's working for other people, so I can do that too. So if you're the person who feels inspired and excited by the prospect of stepping into, you know, your own business, what I'm actually offering at the moment is what I call a business vibrational checkup. So I haven't actually created a link for this yet, but it has been floating around in my awareness for the last little while. So what it is, is it's two and a half hours and um, the investment's 555 US dollars. But what it is is two and a half hours to kind of do a deep dive into your business as it is at the moment, to do energy clearing, to check the vibration of your business at the moment. You're right, you want to know where that's at because it's going to ma- be massive in terms of expansion. And also, too, you want to know what strategy that you need to implement. So you want to clear your energy around your money blocks. You want to look at where maybe you've got money leaks in your business at the moment, where you're leaving money on the table and people do that all the time and don't realize that they're doing it. And you want to be the person who is, um, you know, being aware of what strategy that you need to implement next. And also too, if you know what to do and you're not doing it, that is a block. So you need to release that so you can start doing it, right? If you know that you need to be contacting people and you're not, then there's going to be some kind of block in the place. There's going to be some kind of self-dialogue going on that says, oh, I don't want to do that today. That is literally the energy and the attitude that is stopping you and your business from growing to become your dream business. You know, have a think about your values. Have a think about what, you know, where would you rate yourself right now in your ability to be able to sell programs that are worth thousands of dollars? Because again, that's the fastest way to become profitable. You need to move away from that mindset of, oh, I'm just going to offer a single session at $110. Okay, that's going to keep you in a space where you're not going to feel nourished, sustained and good about your business. And also too, right, we need people who step into leadership, who offer a bigger value because people who make good money, if they're good people, they do good things with that money. Like I said, I'm um, about to donate over $6,000 to Operation Railroad Underground, which is all about child sex trafficking. Hugely proud of that. It's been something that's been on the top of my mind this year in regards to obviously all the information that has come out, like Jeffrey Epstein, etc., And also too, you know, like I'm not a specialist. I am not in a place where I have the opportunity to go in and physically help and save children myself. But when people joined Intuitive Mastery, I was like, yep, you know, a part of the proceeds will go to helping to doing some good in the world. 
So keep your eyes peeled. If you'd like to enjoy the Intuitive Life Academy, folks, just jump on Facebook and have a look for it. If you're not on Facebook and you don't intend to be, just go to www.rebeccadavison.life and join my mail list, right? So we can stay connected and I can help you in terms of you living your dream life and running your dream business if that's something that you're interested in. But the most exciting thing about being in business, folks, is the opportunity is there for everybody. I am sending you so much love. I hope you're taking good care of yourself. I know it's coming up to a crazy busy time of the year. So I'm sending you lots of love and blessings. And in the meantime, take good care of yourselves. And we'll see you again next week on the Find Your Bliss Show. Bye, folks. Bye for now.